Hello, you are listening to Disney Travel Tales. This is episode number six. This is a space where you can escape the real world and immerse yourself in someone's recent Disney trip. I'm Jenny, and today you are listening to my interview with Becky and her daughter, Emma. They are talking about their May mother-daughter Disney vacation. Becky is the owner of Trolley Lane Travel, so this show is not only their travel story, but also filled with tons of great advice. Did you know that there is a way to make planning your Disney vacation easier and less stressful? So many people feel overwhelmed planning their Disney vacation, and they have no idea there are trained professionals out there to help. Our sponsor, Trolley Lane Travel, they're experts when it comes to Disney vacations. They are always up to date on specials Disney runs and have tips and tricks to help you navigate the parks easier. And guess what? This is all complimentary to you when you plan your trip with them. Saving you time and money is what they are best at. Visit them at trolleylanetravel.com to get connected with an agent and start planning your magical vacation today. They are also on Facebook and Instagram at trolleylanetravel, LLC. Tell them Disney Travel Tales sent you. Okay, so let's begin our adventure with Becky and Emma. Imagine yourself riding the Skyliner with your favorite Joffrey's coffee. And let's go. Okay. Hi, Becky and Emma. Thanks for coming on the show today. Thank you for having us. It's my first um, duo to interview. I'm super excited. Hopefully I don't overtalk poor Emma. <laughs> you know, with me and Disney, I can do that. So I'll try not to interrupt you too much. <laughs> She'll just have to cut in. <laughs> okay. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your experience with Disney vacations? Okay, so I'm Becky, and people are probably or hopefully not sick of hearing my name because I am the owner of Trolley Lane Travel, and you do kindly mention us each week on your podcast. Um, and this is my oldest daughter, Emma. We have three daughters. Um, Emma is 17 and about to start her senior year of high school and then leave me and go off to college. Um, she loves to remind me of that, so she's, <laughs> she's teasing me. Um, our experience with Disney, I know I have been going since I was eight years old. And you, you asked me, like, oh, how many times have you been to Disney? And honestly, I, I probably couldn't even count. I know for sure I've been back six times just since Disney reopened after COVID and everything. Um, but, yeah, I've been countless, at least 30 times. Um, and Emma, how many times have you been now? Um, the third time I can remember. She her first trip to Disney was when she was two to Walt Disney World. She's been to Disneyland a couple of times when we lived in California. And then we went when you were seven. And then I think it was 12. She's she's been three more times since. So this is probably her fifth trip to Disney World, I would think. So that's awesome. So you're going to have a lot of expert advice. Yeah. And and she got me on this one. The reason for, for this trip, and a lot of people might ask, like, well, you have other kids and family. Why weren't they there? Um, I've had the lovely blessing of a wonderful husband who has let me do trips with my girls, just each of us, like mom and me trips. Um, and Emma played the whole, 
well, this is my last year before, you know, next summer I'm going to be getting ready to go to college and, you know, maybe we should do a trip. And so she tugged on the heartstrings. And so we decided to do this trip. That's very smart, I have to say. Yeah, I love that idea. Um, when you had told me that that's what y'all did, I kind of poked the idea at my husband. And I was like, hey, wouldn't it be fun if I did like a mother and kid trip every year? And he was like, wait, what? But I'm still going to keep <laughs> I'm still going to keep prodding on that one. <laughs> hey, it works. It works great, especially, you know, like for us, we're a family of five. And, you know, once you're a family of five, it sometimes can make things difficult or more expensive for hotel rooms and travel. And so this was a way to make it so I was able to get down there as often as I needed to um, and have that quality time with my kids. Um, and even I, I even teased, I even let Mark come with just him and I a couple of times, you know. Oh, yeah, you're not leaving so, him out. Right. No, no. He's still got his Disney trips in, too. That's awesome. I think that's so fun. I can't wait to hear about it. Okay, so what days did y'all travel and how did you get there? So we left on Friday, May 21st, and we came back on Thursday, May 27th. It was literally the last day of school that we left. Emma, Emma Bunk School. Nice. I think it was really going to show up anyway. So. Yeah, her, her her teacher, I think it was your culinary teacher, right? No, it was my AP U.S. history teacher, and we already had the exam for it. So, therefore, there was no reason for us to show up on the exam day. Right. So, we just said, ah, forget it. We'll just go to the airport. We flew Spirit, um, which I normally don't suggest to my clients, but I decided we would test it out and try it out because it had been a little while since I traveled with them. I would still probably suggest Southwest over Spirit Airlines, um, but it worked for us. It was be best for the budget at the time, and um, their flight times were actually better than what Southwest's flight times were at the time, so we went with that. Uh, we flew out of Nashville, so that's BNA, um, and we flew right into Orlando, so that way we could take advantage of Magical Express and, and all that and get to get to the resort with no, with no hassle. So, um, how was the magical express ride? We lucked out. I don't know if it was the time of day or whatnot, but we arrived, our flight got in at three 30. Um, and so by the time, you know, we got off the plane and used the restroom, went down and got our luggage. We were, headed towards Magical Express and we checked in at, we have it written down. We checked in at 427. Um, it was, it, they did have the sign up saying that it was a possible 45 minute wait for it. Um, they directed us to our row for our resort, which was row 11. We pretty much, there was one couple walking in the row ahead of us. They got right on a bus and then we got up to the cast member signed in with her and she put us right on a bus. Um, we did have a little bit of a, of a hiccup. Um, I, I was all excited because they put us in row one, which meant, you know, right in the front and great view of the welcome to Disney sign as we were coming in. But the bus driver who, for those of you that don't know Magical Express, they work, they're contracted with Mears. So they're not actually Disney cast members. They're contracted people through Disney. He wasn't told that there was a new change that our two people would be sitting in the front row next Yes. So. so Disney had changed the policy for seating 
on the bus. And so they sat us in the front and he did not like how close we were to him. Um, now we weren't right behind him. We were in the row next to him. Um, and so he, he started kind of not yelling at me, but, you know, telling me, no, you can't sit there. You need to sit somewhere else. And it was like, well, the cast member inside, this is where she told me to sit. And then another lady was trying to call him off the bus and yelling at him, you know, no, she's right. That's where she's supposed to sit. But he was like, no, I'm not comfortable with it. And I'm like, it's okay. I'll move to another row. Like it's, it was, it was fine. So there was a little, little back and forth there, but otherwise, yeah, we were on the bus by four 30 and we even noted we were pulling out by four 32. Um, we only had one other stop before us, which was art of animation. And then he dropped us off at pop century and we got there right about five o'clock. So really it was, I mean, we checked in for magical express at four twenty-seven. and we're at the resort by five. So yeah, that's had really good, good. Yeah, for sure. Minus the scuffle. That's kind of frustrating, especially at the beginning of your trip. Right. Yeah. And I was just like, mm, okay, <laughs> like this is interesting. And of course I was like, man, I really wanted to get that video coming in and coming under the, the sign. I still did get one, but you know, that's good. But I was sitting, I was sitting behind Emma instead of next to Emma. So mm-hmm. that was a little bit of a bummer. Um, but yeah. Oh, and while I was on the bus or right before I got on the bus, I can't remember when I did it. Uh, I placed an order with Publix to deliver groceries to our room. So I, oh, you know what? Actually, I did it before we got on the plane in Nashville because what ended up happening was I got mixed up with the time difference, the hour time difference. And so I selected it to be delivered between 5 and 6 p.m. And it was delivered between 4 and 5 p.m. So it actually got there before we did. Um, but, But it was great because they just delivered it and delivered it right to luggage services at pop century for us so it was waiting for us when we got there yes i did not think to get a luggage cart you know and so we both each had our suitcase and a case of water a small case of dr pepper um and some snacks. So that was a little bit of, you know, a hassle. So if you do get groceries delivered, make sure you get a luggage cart. So that way you don't have any issues like we did getting our stuff to the room. Yeah. That makes it easier. Yeah. I remember when we went on our trip, you had mentioned to me to get some groceries uh, delivered and that's such good advice because that was like so nice to have our own water. First of all. Right. Yeah. Cause the right. water's so expensive. It saves it saves a lot. The water is for, for a bottle of even just the plain, what is it? Dasani water, it's $3 a bottle. And that, that can add up. So we, yeah, we just put two to three bottles of water in our backpack each morning. And then we would either do refills in the park or, and, and just so, you know, anyone listening knows like you can get free water at any of the quick service locations. Our favorite, though, is to go to the Starbucks location because then you get the filtered water and it comes in a Starbucks cup. You know, any place will give you free just cups of water because they want you to stay hydrated. So for sure. But and and we had to have Dr. Pepper delivered because there's no Dr. Pepper on property 
Oh, yeah. Occasionally you can find Mr. Pibb. But. Uh-huh. <laughs> My son loves Dr. Pepper. And when we were there, he was like, nobody has Dr. Pepper. Yeah. And being from <laughs> Texas, like that's everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Here too in Nashville and in the South, it's just like, I have to warn all my guests, like, if you guys like Dr. Pepper, you have to make sure you get some delivered to your room because it, yep. it is hard to find. Okay. So y'all stayed at Pop Century. Um, why did you pick that resort? Like, well, do y'all like that resort in particular? We, we do like this resort. I definitely did because trying to keep it a little budget friendly because we do have a large trip at the end of the summer with the whole family that we're doing. So I was trying to keep it as budget friendly as possible. Um, however, I also still wanted to be at a Skyliner resort because the Skyliner is one of my favorite things. And I just, I honestly love the new renovations that they've done to pop century in the rooms. Like there's tons of storage for everything. There's tons of (laughs) charging stations, you know, for all your gadgets and everything. And it's just comfortable. And the kids like it there like it there too. And they normally like the pools, but we'll talk about the pool later. It was nothing bad, but it just wasn't, didn't work out this trip. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, yeah, that's why we went with, with pop at the time. So. Is this um, a budget friendly resort that you recommend to people? Absolutely. So there's several, there's the several categories of resorts at Disney. There's the value, moderate, deluxe, and then like the deluxe villas. And for the values, value resorts, Pop Century or Art of Animation is my favorite just because they're a little bit nicer. They've got the Skyliner there. Um, The other value resorts, they're nice, um, but they're oftentimes used for large group events, you know, sporting events, football teams, cheerleaders, things like that. So you just never know if you're going to run into a band of cheerleaders practicing their cheers or, you know, kids running around. So we'd like pop century just a little bit better. That's awesome. And it's so cute. We, you know, we stayed at art of animation, but we could see pop across the way and Mm -hmm. it looks so fun. Yeah, it, it was really, it it is really fun. It's really neat, especially for the kids to explore and they see like a giant foosball court and giant Mickey phone and the bowling pins and, old old cell phones like the kids are like what the heck is that yeah. I'm like, that's what cell phones used to look like that's so um, fun emma really liked we walked on the walking trail it was really nice our room overlooked hourglass lake and looked over at art of animation and it had the walking path right there the walking path actually goes around both pop century and art of animation i saw some people out there running we were like what are you doing running yeah. like aren't you walking enough miles at Disney? But, um, but she really liked reading all along the way. There's markers with like historical things in 1977, this happened in 1978, that happened, you know, going through all the different centuries. And so she liked reading me those little tidbits of information as we would walk. That's really cool. That's good to know someone might not know that if they stay there. Yeah. Okay. So what did y'all do after y'all got unpacked in your room? We went to Magic Kingdom. <laughs> yes, we went and hopped. We went and hopped on the bus. A bus was waiting for us. Like as we were walking, oh, that's we were like, awesome. oh my gosh, the bus is there. Let's hurry up and get there. So we were headed to Magic Kingdom by about five fifty. Um, and then when we got there, everything was pretty much a breeze, except for I got flagged at security, so I had to get metal detector, which 
I didn't, we didn't know what it was for. We think we figured it out later and we'll get to that, but I got flagged at security. So we went through and, but everything was fine. And we got there and we looked at the app and we saw Big Thunder Mountain was posted at only about a 30 minute wait time. And so Emma decided that's what we were going to do first, right? Yep. Yep. She was very excited for that. So we uh, headed back there. And like I said, the queue said it was about 30 minutes wait. We entered it at 623. And I took note that the six foot markers, like the distance markers were still in place at the time. I believe actually they've been removed since then. Um, But at the time they were still in place. A lot of people were abiding by it. Some smaller groups were abiding by it. Larger groups didn't really care anymore. Yeah. Like people who were like in twos or threes or like parents who have children usually followed the markers pretty well. Right, right. But like some groups weren't really paying attention to it. And I didn't mind so much. It was just I was taking note of it for others, you know, who might be interested in that. And then, yes, like when we entered the park and everything, we didn't have to have our masks on. But as soon as we got into the queue, we had to have our our masks on. But so we got in line at 623 and we boarded the train at 633. Um, so it was only a 10 minute wait. That's so short. Fantastic. Right. Um, and so we rode it and I even took note. We rode, rode in row five, which was pretty much the middle of the train. Um, but I decided Emma needed to experience it at the back of the train. So we got back in the line at 640. The posted wait time was still 30 minutes. And I asked to wait for the back row. We waited to ask for the back row and we were on it by 645 and off by 650. So like in the half an hour original posted wait time, we actually wrote it, wrote it twice. That's so funny. Emma, what did you prefer, the middle or the back? I definitely prefer the back. It's a lot more intense because, like, on the front, you you wait for everything, and then in the back, there's very little pausing, I feel like. Right, right. It just whips you around. (laughs) She also got a little bit of air a couple of times because, you know, on on Big Thunder Mountain, it just has the lap bar that comes Mm -hmm. down, and if you know, mom's belly hits the lap bar a little sooner than her belly does, <laughs> you know, so she had, she had a little bit more, more space underneath that lap bar. So she made it a little more thrilling. thrilling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so after big thunder, we saw that Peter Pan was a posted wait time of 15 minutes. Um, that is one of our family's favorites. Cause it was the very first ride we ever did as an entire, our whole family of five. And even we made it so on our last trip, it was the last ride that we did. So we, we try to make it either be our first ride or our last ride of the trip. Um, this one, we got in line at 7.01. And it's funny because I remember listening to your podcast and you were like, yeah. And then like we were just waiting there and nothing happened. And similar thing happened with us. So I don't know if they were, if it was stalled because they were sanitizing or if they were trying to load, you know, ECV or, or, you know, handicapped or anything, but, um, we were off of it by seven 30. I didn't take note of what time we got on it, but I mean, the ride's only like two minutes long. So right. it was, it was more of a half an hour wait than 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I wonder, I know they say some of the rides, they have to stop and clean them. So it just makes you wonder. Right. 
Right. And you just never know if something happens right while they're on there and the ride has to go down for a little bit. Um, but we enjoyed it. We love that, that ride. Um, and I was trying to be good because oftentimes I'll like go live for our business page or something and like, Hey, come ride Peter Pan with us. But I was trying to be good and just experience it with Emma. And I thought I did good this trip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so nice. Doing it, so you notice. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, right. After that, we decided to walk through a couple of shops. Um, Emma loves looking for pins. She loves. We we weren't we didn't bring pins to trade this time because we knew they it's a little more difficult right now for trading. Um, but we did. I think we looked at every pin kiosk thing at every at every store through all the parks the whole time we were there so it was it was fun trying to find a bunch of different pins uh and then we headed over to Tomorrowland because I had to get on the people mover I was dying to ride people mover I love that ride um posted wait time for that was 15 minutes but we only waited four minutes like it was in the queue at 750 and rode at 754 so that was fun, except you were riding backwards. I was. I, I, I don't recommend riding backwards in the fence at the part of the ride where it goes pitch flat. If you're riding forward, you can see that the light ending of the tunnel. When you're riding backwards, you just completely blind in that section. So I wouldn't necessarily recommend it if you have the choice. Yeah. <laughs> That's really I good advice. Yeah, I could see her getting a little, if, if that bothers you. Like, yeah. She, she got a little nervous about it so later on in the trip when we rode it again I was like do you want to ride facing forward this time and she's like yes please thank <laughs> you um but I love that ride just I mean honestly to get up off my feet and everything but we also got to peek at the Tron cycle construction oh, that was going so cool. on so so yeah that was that was really cool like it, it's coming along nicely I can't I can't wait to ride that one I'm, I'm really looking forward to it yeah um, that's a really and, cool construction area yeah. And then after People Mover, Buzz Lightyear, um, which is right next door, was only posted wait time was 10 minutes. So it was a literal walk on. Like we got in the queue at 8.06 and we were on by 8.07. Like we just had to walk right through it. And uh, Emma tried to kick my butt <laughs> shooting all the aliens. And, and she was she was close. Uh, she got 407 thousand and I got four hundred and eighty thousand. Um but I also had the turning power so yeah. <laughs> I got to mess with her and, and turn it a little bit and uh. <laughs> it's a little more difficult for her to shoot things but but that was fun. That was probably one of your favorites yeah of that day. Okay. So what time did the park close? Because um I guess I didn't, like you said, you got on that at eight. So the park must have closed later. Yeah. The park tonight was closing at nine. Okay. So we had, we had a good bit of, of time. They extended the hours a little bit more now that it's summertime. Um, so that was really nice. Um, after, even after buzz, like we walked through the star traders shop, um, which has such cute stuff. I love that store. And then we just slowly made our way over to, um, be our guest for dinner. So we had a late, like, I think it was like eight forty-five was our reservation yeah. time. 
because our our hopes were to you know get out of dinner as late as possible and have a slightly empty part to walk through yes. at the end. So that was that was nice. But oh no, sorry, our reservation was eight forty. As I look over our notes, okay, uh, we. We did the online check-in at 8.30 because anytime you have a table service reservation, you can online check-in 15 minutes early for it, which is great. Um, And we were seated by 8.40. We were in the mural room, which, of course, I was hoping to either be in the ballroom or the other wing because I know you, you guys were sat in the other wing, were you not? We were in the one with the bell and beast like statue in the middle. Oh yeah, so we were in the same. Okay, room. yeah, that was the same room. We've eaten in all three rooms. Um, of course, the favorite is the center room, which is which is the ballroom, you yes. know, and you love to sit there. But we um, didn't get that that time. But we still, it was nice because we got to look at all the murals and all the tapestries and everything, and trying to find hidden Mickey's and everything. Um, but actually, at that point, I was just happy to be sitting down. We were so happy to be eating because we hadn't really eaten much since, you know, our snacks on the plane. I don't even think we really snacked once we got to Magic Kingdom either. At least if we did, I did not take note of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a long day but, for your travel day. Right. It it really was. Um, and then, Emma, what did you get? I got the uh, lobster bisque. For my entree, and then for my main dish. No, not for this, for my appetizer, for my main. And then for my entree, I got the, um, the steak, the filet, the foot, the steak. Um, <laughs> and then dessert is just the dessert platter with the truffles and gray stuff and then the macarons. Yes. And I have in the notes that Emma loved the garlic puree that came with the steak. Like, it had these little dollops of garlic puree and I'm pretty sure you ate that with every single bite of your steak um she absolutely loved it I got the french onion soup which it was really good it's a little salty but I still really enjoyed it um I also got the steak and promptly removed the green beans from my plate onto Emma's in case she wanted to eat them um (laughs) But the steak was delicious. Mashed potatoes were good, too. And I also enjoyed a delicious glass of Moscato mm-hmm. with it. Um, it was very tasty. And then, yes, we each got our own little individual trio of dessert. So it was the it was like a dark chocolate truffle. And then it had the white chocolate chip cup with the gray stuff. And then the raspberry and lemon yes, macaron. Yeah. And our favorite was definitely the macaron, or macaron, however you pronounce it. Um, the truffle was too dark chocolate for us. We we decided that Dad would definitely love that, but it was just not for us. Um, the gray stuff, it, it, it is good. Um, it, it's basically frosting, you know, yeah. to me, at least that's what it tastes like, and and it was funny because Emma ate all of hers and then started to eat her chip cup. And I was like, oh, Emma, if you like it, like, here, you can have mine. And she's like, no, no, the, I just had to get rid of the gray stuff to get to my chip cup. So <laughs> <laughs> you can keep it on yours. Um, but, but yeah, it was, it was really good. Um, 
it is definitely a more pricey meal. I know that I would never take my younger two to this restaurant just because there's nothing on that menu that they would want to eat. Um, so like for the two of us, and I did get the Moscato, which was additional, um, but for the two of us with tip, it was $174. So it's definitely more of a, you know, celebratory meal or, you know, if you're looking for a fancier meal. Yeah. And if you go have good to, eaters. And if you, exactly, if you have good <laughs> eaters. That's why I took Emma because Emma, she loves good food, you know, steak, seafood. She loves it. I, I'm not wasting any money on her. I just didn't want to pay $60 for my 14 year old to have cheese pizza. So, right. <laughs> and that is a delicious yeah. steak. It's one of the best steaks we've ever had. So good. Um, by the time we finished dinner, it was 940. And we slowly just made our way out, you know, taking pictures and selfies and pictures and pictures and pictures. <laughs> she did tease me a bit. Like, I'm like, okay, hold on. I have to get a picture from this angle. And she's like, mom, stop. It's <laughs> um, what moms but do. It was, Right. We got to document the moment. Yes. And then we just window shop down the left side of main street. uh, And promising Emma that we would come back to that glass store on the, on our next magic kingdom day. Cause you can't, we couldn't get into the stores at that point because they closed entry to the stores. Um, But so we just window shopped on the way out. So we went down and pop century was bus stop number 26. So if anybody's familiar with the buses at Magic Kingdom, there's like three sections of buses and ours was in the middle section and it was the first stop. It was the first bus section on the right hand side. Um, We got to the bus line at 957 and there were three buses already lined up there. Like we we were lined up outside of the line. Um, So like the whole queue area was full, socially distanced, but still full. And there were three buses there. Those buses all filled up. And then two buses, two of the buses pulled away. And then one of the Academy Greyhound buses pulled up, loaded people. Um, we were loaded onto the fourth bus that came up. And that was at 10.04. So we were literally, like, it was a huge line of people, but they had multiple buses pulling up for everybody. So we were literally on a bus in less than... 10 minutes, which That's was really, amazing. really impressive. Yeah. yeah. Um, and for people wondering about why it's not Disney buses, you know, there are some Disney buses and then some of these Academy kind of, they look like Greyhound buses. Mm-hmm. And that's just because Disney is hiring more drivers to come back. And in the meantime, until they get more drivers trained to drive the Disney buses, they're subcontracting out to another company to help with transportation and everything. So that's why, you know, you're seeing some of the non-Disney buses around there. There was a little boy in line one night who was crying and very upset because Mickey was not on his bus that he was about to get. So he was, he was heartbroken. That's very smart because when we were there, the buses were running so slow. Yeah. So, yeah, which, you know, and it's funny because normally I always get the not so lucky side of things with the buses. It's like we'll show up just as the last bus right. is pulling away 
or something like that. But this time we seem to have the bus pixie dust on this trip because awesome. we didn't run into it that often. Uh, so yeah, so the bus left Magic Kingdom at 10.08 and then we pulled up to Pop Century at 10.24 and we're in our room by 10.30, which... I thought that was pretty amazing from like we we left we literally walked out of be our guest at 9:40 and then we were back in our room by 10:30. Yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah. And it was a Friday night too, so it's not like it was, you know, middle of the week. Right. Um was the park busy? Like, Did it feel busy that evening? Not really. At least not in the sections we were in, I don't think. Yeah, not not in the areas we were in for it to be worked by any of the huge attractions or like right. or any of the non reservation restaurants at the time. So right. it might have been busier like down by the shops or in other places. Mm-hmm. Right. And and like the only area that I felt like it felt busy in is that area in between It's a Small World and Peter Pan. Yeah. But a lot of that has to do with that area is so narrow mm-hmm. and the queues for both of those rides have to come because of the physical distancing. They have to come out onto the pathway. So it like makes it even yeah. a little bit more. Slow. And of course, those tangled bathrooms being like the most popular bathrooms in all of Disney World. So, yes, uh, people go there just to visit the bathrooms. So, um, but yeah, we didn't think it was too bad. And I and I will say it was 1000% more comfortable not having to wear my mask outside than it was when I was, cause I was there last July, August, September, and even in parts of October when it was hot and it definitely felt better having it, having it off. Um, and when I was there in November, I actually welcomed having the mask on cause it kept my face warm during the time that we were there. Cause it was oh, really yeah. Um, but it was, it definitely felt good to, you know, get off an attraction and come out and be able to take it off. It was, it was nice. Um, and most everybody too, I think had theirs off while outside. There were some people, Emma wore hers most of the time. Because I have, when I take it off, put it back on, I have to readjust my glasses. Oh yeah. Each time I take it off, put it on. So I'm just like, it would be a lot less than half of I just wear it the entire time. Yeah. That's she, true. she just... Wore it. And she is more used to wearing her mask all the time anyway, because in school she had to wear right. it all the time. So, so I didn't really, and I have one of the special masks that are extremely breathable. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't much of a problem. Yeah. Right. right. So it was nice. But, but yeah, so we got back to the hotel and Emma hopped in the shower while I like, I unpacked all of our stuff, hung up all the clothes, um, emptied out our pop park bag and prepped our park bag for the next day because we were planning to get up at I think it was 6 15 the next morning um yeah and so we just climbed into bed and passed out pretty quickly yeah that's the nice thing about going with just two people too is because it's easier to be like this is what we're gonna do and then you can actually do it when you have a bunch of people it's like this is what we're gonna do and then like half of them are like no we're gonna do this <laughs> we're gonna right. sleep right <laughs> Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and I did try since this was her trip, like we were pretty much doing whatever she wanted to do within reason, of course, but we were pretty much doing anything that she wanted to do. And it's one of those things too. If, if you go every year, every other year, you know, you don't have to do every 
single thing every time. Like, you know, even for like, we have, like I said, we have an upcoming trip at the end of the summer and I, we normally don't travel in the summer because it's so busy. And we've told the kids like, okay, everybody gets to pick their one must must do, which I think is what you guys did. Like everybody yes. picks their one must do that we have to do. And anything in addition to that is bonus, yes. you know, so we'll just concentrate. So that's kind of what we did. Like we, each day we would set out like, okay, what is it that we want to actually hit this day? And, and everything else was bonus. So it was nice. Yeah. It takes the pressure off the vacation too. Like the very first time we went, I was like, we have to do everything. And then you can't, and you're like, dang it. It was a failure. Right. <laughs> I know ours was the same way. Like we had a 10 day trip and at the time, the deluxe dining plan. And so, and our kids were little. So like we had every character breakfast you uh-huh. could imagine book. And I think by the fourth morning of getting up early, my husband was like, if I have to get up one more time at six o'clock in the morning, just to go have breakfast with Mickey in a different outfit, I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we had to adjust. On yes. That trip, but it takes the fun out of it. Yeah. Yeah, it did. So, so we've adjusted since then. That's awesome. Okay, so let's talk about y'all's second day. What did y'all do? What park did you visit? This was Animal Kingdom yep. day. And what was what was our main goals for today? Uh, Animal Kingdom was Mount Everest and Pride of Passage. I mean, you are two main goals. And the safari. And the safari, yes. Yes. We have a joke amongst our family because the very first family trip we ever did, you know, my husband and I had this plan in place, and it was, at the time it had paper fast passes. So yeah. the plan was, is that Mark and the kids were slowly going to make their way over to the safari while I booked it over to Everest and grabbed us the fast passes for Everest. And then I would fly back over and meet them in front of the safari and we'd get on the safari together and go. And so I, I do all my things and I get over there and I'm waiting for them, waiting for them. And I'm like, golly, like I told them to take their time, like coming up the, the path and everything, but how many little things are they looking at? And it was taking them forever. And like, I walked down the path. Look, I basically walked back to the front of the park. Look, didn't see them anywhere. And I'm like, what in the world happened? About 45 minutes later, I finally find them coming off of the safari. Oh my gosh. My husband had, he had gotten in the queue thinking I'd be able to like that. I would know that. Oh, he got there and he went and got in the queue. So I should just go and try to join him. But. Oh no. So. So yeah, we joke that this next trip, the very first thing we're doing is riding the safari together as a family (laughs) because after Flight of Passage, yes. Um, So yeah, we were going to Animal Kingdom and our goal was to get there as early as possible to get on Flight of Passage before the lines. We didn't get there early enough. I mean, we did and we didn't. We got there at... Rift drops, but there were still so many right. people lined up. Right. So the park was scheduled to open at 8, and we got in line for the Animal Kingdom bus at 7.06. And I, I took lots of notes on it because the line had backed up all the way to the handicap line for Hollywood Studios. Oh, no. So, like, basically, it was, you know, all the way down at the end is the bus stop for animal kingdom and then the next bus stop is for epcot and then hollywood studios so we were that far that far back um so i was a little bit stressed out but then two of the academy buses 
and three Disney buses all showed up. And so we were on the fifth bus. So we actually loaded the bus at 724. So we only waited about yeah, 20 minutes. So it wasn't bad. Exactly. Um, we pulled in at Animal Kingdom at 737. And then I got flagged at security again. <laughs> and you were like, what am I getting flagged for? Um, and and I even asked the guy who was thoroughly examining my backpack. You know, I was like, hey, what, what could it have been that set it off? And he's like, well, it could have been the, your little battery pack. Because I did have my battery pack in my bag the night before. And then today, this day, I also had a can of the spray sunscreen. And he was like, so that could have set it off. I'm like, okay. And so then he's still looking through my bag and he's like, ma'am, did anybody else pack anything in your bag today? And I was like, no. He's like, you were the only one to pack your bag. And I was like, yes. Like I was getting nervous. Cause he's like straight, but look at me. He's like, are you sure nobody put anything extra in your bag? And I'm like, what? Like, no. And then he pulls out my pack of extra gum. Like oh it's the gosh. brand extra gum. <laughs> and oh, my God. I was, I was laughing, you know, it was funny, but you know, I was nervous. You're like, what is he going to pull like, out? Oh gosh, like, like I'm trying to think like, Oh my gosh, did my bag get left anywhere? Did somebody put something in my bag? Um, that's funny. But yeah, so that was, he was Mr. Funny. Um, <laughs> so we were scanned. So we were scanned into the park by seven forty-five and started heading over there. But for every, for people that are listening that go to Disney often do this often, just because the posted opening time is eight o'clock doesn't mean that that's when it actually, like it opens ahead of time to let people in and they do start running attractions before eight o'clock. So as we were walking to get in line for flight of passage, there were already people coming off of it. Like people were, had already ridden the ride. Um, so by the time we got, what was it? I'm looking at the notes over here. We got into the queue for failure passage at 7:55, and we were all the way back by like Lion King where the Lion mm-hmm. King show is. So I was like, okay, we're in for it. It's going to be a long wait. And the second, the second that the park opened up at eight, you could then see wait times on the app. So we pulled up the wait time and it said it was 85 minutes for a wait. And I was like, Oh no, it's going to be forever. But that I had to remember, like we only had three goals today, which was flight of passage, you know, Everest, Everest and the safari. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, we're good. Um, but we actually loaded the ride at eight forty, So we were just under, it was 55 minutes for a wait for it. And honestly, like it was at 75, 80 minutes for most of the, day I think like we kept checking back to maybe mm-hmm. do it write it again later but it it just didn't happen because it was a longer wait yeah and the queue for that area is really fun oh yeah to look at yeah, yeah. <laughs> well the queue is really fun but that one area that you wanted to spend the most time in we, we, were, cut off. we were cut off and like went through like the area that has the big avatar floating avatar and everything uh-huh. in there and all the little science experiments like Emma was so excited to get up to that point and, and really look yeah. at everything. But then we get into that room and they're like, okay, come on. And, you know, that always happens. It's like the yeah. spot you want to stay and look, they rush you through. <laughs> right. Exactly. It was, it was not fun. But one nice discovery that I did find that was different from my last trip 
is that there are restrooms in the queue now for Flight of Passage, which is fantastic. There was only one. In one its, that we saw. One that we saw. Um, there might be more like the areas in the queue that weren't open. Like, I, I, think, I, might, I think I might have seen it in the lab area. I'm not sure if that was just like um, a cast member exit or something. Or just beaming. Or just beaming. But I'm going to be like, I'm in the bathroom. I'm Right. So, so yeah, when you get into the building of Avatar, there's right be- kind of right before you go into the room with all the science experiments and everything, there are two small bathrooms there, which I think is brilliant because sometimes, you know, pre-COVID, the waits for that ride were three hours long if you didn't have a fast pass. So it was very smart to That's so smart. kind of open up those bathrooms in yes. there. Um but yeah, we were loaded on the ride at 840. Um, I did note that there was no distancing on the ride banshees themselves. So like a little, I call them little motorcycles and everything. Mm-hmm. Like we were, we were seated right next to other, other people. Okay. Again, I didn't mind, but I figured people might want to, mm-hmm. might want to know that. Right. If you have a large enough party, you're doing that. Um, and then we did have a little bit of a hiccup. Like we sat on the banshees. I think, I think there was a wheelchair in the group behind us. Right. Um, but we, we sat on the banshees and were connecting to our avatar for long minutes. Right, exactly. But it was nice because I was off my feet mm-hmm. and, and the fans running. And like you could actually really take note of everything that's down on your little motorcycle thing. Because mm-hmm. I didn't even realize like they show your face on there. Like it shows your face oh, yeah, looking down know. at it. And it's, yeah, it does it does its imaging stuff, you know, and connecting you to the Banshee. So it was, it was really neat. But So were y'all on it longer before the ride started or after? Before. Before. It okay. Before. So it just took longer yeah. for the ride to start. It just took a little bit longer because sometimes it could be, you know, so I, I say this cause I'm a, I'm a little bit poo sized. Um, but if you're a little bit on the larger size and when the back comes up on that mm-hmm. seat, it doesn't automatically engage. So then the cast member has to kind of come over and get it into place. Okay. And so if there, if there were people like more people like that or anybody having issues getting, you know, adjusted into their seat, that can take a little bit, gotcha. a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Or like Emma said, ECVs or mm-hmm. um, wheelchairs and things like that. I take, But that was just the first time it ever happened with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we were off and ready to go, and it was it was a good ride. Um, and we stopped in the store. Yeah. You like that store? Yeah, it's a fun store to look at. Yeah, they have uh, these little sprite keychains, like the little they look like floating jellyfish. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but they were really cute. Everything's um, just so pretty over there. All the colors, even in the stores, like it's just so I don't know, like peaceful. It really is. Um, and if you're a first-time visitor, I will warn that your kids will go into that store and want to buy one of those banshees that they can control and perch on their shoulder, um, which is great. And if, well, my two of my kids have them because gr- they suckered grandma into buying them for her. <laughs> and they loved it so much that one is now sitting in my office as decoration <laughs> because they got it home and then never played with it. So just, just be careful when you're going through that gift shop that maybe the kids don't spy that, unless yeah. <laughs> you know, unless you really want this little banshee in your house. 
that's typical of a lot of souvenirs on vacation. They just have to have it. And then they get home and right. just sits. <laughs> they just sit there. Right. Um, so and then after that, it was time for some breakfast. We needed a bite to eat. We went to Pongu Pongu, which is this little kiosk right outside of the exit of the gift shop for Flight of Passage. And it's great because it's one of the ones that you don't have to mobile order or anything. You can get right in line. They did have some physical distancing markers for the line and everybody was obeying it there. It didn't really matter. Um, Emma had, what do you have? Oh, you had the French toast sticks and I had the sausage, egg and cheese biscuit. Um, Emma said she did not want another sausage, egg and cheese biscuit for a very long time because that was what was for breakfast at school every single day this year. So yes, so she was very happy that it was French toast sticks on the menu. Um, and we shared a Coke because I needed my morning caffeine and that was delicious. Um, and then from there I was very upset because normally after I, after we leave Avatar, we normally go the back way and go by Lion King and then go over to the safari, but they had that path cut off. So like we could not go that way, which was very frustrating for my park touring plans that I had. <laughs> uh, so instead we saw that dinosaur only had a posted wait time of 15 minutes and Emma had never been on dinosaur. So we headed over there. Uh, we got in the queue at nine fifty, and Again, physical distancing markers were still in place. Every, most everyone was complying, except, except for the people right behind us. Uh, the same the same in the Flight of Passage line. Like, he wasn't even, the guy in the Flight of Passage line, he wasn't even minding, yeah, like, distance. personal bubble distance. Like, he kept hitting my backpack. I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, like. That's so frustrating. Right? Um, How talking about? Where is it such a, such a long line? It was just an observatory. Right. <laughs> the girl in the line really thought, because the whole theming of it is that it's an observatory and you're looking at these fossils and this girl behind us, she was just like, why Why is there such a long wait to look at dinosaur bones? Like, I don't think she realized it was an actual, you know, ride. That's kind of funny. So, yeah, so that was pretty funny. Um <laughs> But, and then we, it was pretty much right. Like it was 15 minutes because we got in line at 9.50 and we were on at um, 10.05. Though the posted wait time had jumped to 20 minutes once we were in line, but it, it was pretty accurate. And you liked it, right? Yeah, you it liked fun. it. Did it, did it scare you when the dinosaur jumped out? No, because it's a dinosaur ride. I kind of expected it. Right. <laughs> she was expecting the, the jump scare. But then the best part, of Emma's entire... Oh, did you bring it in here? The best part, uh, Emma's highlight of our entire trip happened when yeah. we got into the, the dump shop after Dinosaur. Yeah. There was a gadget from Rescue Rangers. Aww. Yeah, I don't know if you can see it. Yes. But That's so yes. cute. Yes. Little gadget. We've never seen her in pin form before Aww. anywhere. Really, I mean... Her. Right, like you know, I'm sure when we were kids and Rescue Rangers was a big deal, there might have been some gadget stuff in the parks. But oh, I'm sure Emma, Emma loves that um, cartoon, and so she like I think you even squealed. You were just like, oh, yeah, like I, was, I was 
very excited. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, so it was at Chester and Hester's dinosaur dinosaur shop. Um, and we saw in other, and you can find it like in really big pen stores, but um, and in Dino and in, in Animal Kingdom, but like we didn't see it at any other park. Right. When we did see it, it was definitely towards the bottom. If mm-hmm. you're if you're looking for it, it was definitely towards the the bottom kind of tucked away mm-hmm. section of it. It was it was exciting. Yeah. She was happy. It's um, so fun to find those like souvenirs that you want or you've been waiting for or you didn't expect that you wanted. It's so that's yeah. so fun. Yeah, it was it was really cute. Um, then after that excitement, we decided to go sit down and rest our feet and watch it's tough to be a bug and that's really cute like it, it was basically the posted wait time was was 10 minutes and it was 10 minutes like it was just waiting for the next show but it was nice because we got to walk through the queue a little bit and see all the animal carvings and everything and mm-hmm. in, in it and emma was finding some neat carvings and it was really cute because there were little little kids behind us and they're mm-hmm. like oh, daddy monkey like it it was just so sweet. I just love that whole tree. Like it reminds me of the highlight magazines from a kid where you have to try oh, yeah. to like, find everything in the, in the drawing. So, so that was fun, but it's tough to be a bug was good. Did it get you? Did it poke you? No, because you remember I sat up off of the tree. <laughs> right. Yes. She, there, there were some screaming little kids. There was one lady who ended up having to leave with their child because it gets dark in there. So oh, yeah. you with little kids, like it gets dark in there. It can be kind of scary and, it's it's one of those neat kind of 3D interactive shows. So, you know, bees come out to sting and, like, you get poked in the back with something or sprayed in the face with some water and things like that. But, oh, you forget about the spiders. I forgot about the spiders. In the show, there are big animatronic black windows that descend from the ceiling. Yeah. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> so she did get a little scared Um or surprised. And they and they come close to the audience as well. I think you'd think they come close I, to the audience. It looks like they come close. <laughs> it does feel like it does. After that it was snack time. My family loves pot stickers to the point where my youngest daughter she understand and understood that Emma and I were going on this trip, just her and I, because she's had her own trips and everything. But then when I told her that there were new pot stickers to try at Magic Kingdom, she was like, what? Like, <laughs> she was so upset. I was like, I'll get you pot stickers from Costco. Like, don't worry about it. But um, in Animal Kingdom, there is this snack cart back kind of by, it's actually back by the bird show. Um, it's Mr. Kamal's and they have seasoned fries and then uh, fried dumplings back there, which is basically a pot sticker. They just mm-hmm. call it a dumpling. Because um, that's a dumpling because they're not cooking it right. Right. <laughs> they're not cooking it the technical way. Um, but it was funny. I thought we would share one. Yeah. But then Emma was like, no. <laughs> because if I like these, I'm going to need my whole little thing. Because it comes, it's like three mm-hmm. in a little container, and it comes with this little pot sticker sauce and it's a nice kind of inexpensive treat. They're like $5. Um, but it was funny because every time we would get something to eat or do something, I would get in the line for it and then tell Emma to go find a spot for us to sit, which she always did. She found a great spot to sit. But this time she's like, oh, yeah, you just go up and, yeah, just go up the path and you'll see me on the right-hand side. And I'm like, okay. 
<laughs> she didn't say go up the secret path that looks like it's a cast member entrance to somewhere. Like, oh, when no. she said go up the path, I assumed she meant just the walkway that uh-huh. we were standing on. But no, there was this little tucked away path um, that she found. I mean, a great spot to sit and enjoy. And it we had, fans. It, had it had fans and covering oh, and everything. Nice. So it was nice, but she needed to give better directions as to. <laughs> I think next time I'm going to eat virtual. <laughs> yes, yes, she did. She did get better with her directions. <laughs> uh, so that was really good and gave us some energy and. Next up, we decided to cool off on Cali River Rapids. Um, it was posted wait time was 20 minutes. We entered the queue at 11.18 and we're on by 11.35, so pretty much 20 mm-hmm. minutes. Um, we shoved everything in my backpack, mm-hmm. and it was fun because there's this cute little kid on the boat like worrying about getting soaked and everything. And I was like, yeah, I've been on this a lot. That's the seat that gets soaked. Like we were teasing. Them. <laughs> um, it was good. Emma's entire back got soaked. Yeah. Cause she leaned forward to try to get away from it uh-huh. and got her back. And then my whole, my whole back and left side of my shorts got soaked. So that was fun for a little while, but uh-huh. it's fine. Was it a hot, it, like, was it hot at the parks? It was, it was definitely hot, but it wasn't that humid, which was really surprising. Like I was ready for it to be really humid and sticky, but you know, I don't think we ever really got overheated that much. Also, it just helped, like I said, cause we were doing it a little more slower paced and, mm-hmm. you know, stopping and having snacks and sitting and relaxing. And, you know, I know all the shady spots, you know, so it, it wasn't too bad. Like I didn't break out my neck fan yet to tell you that much, at least at animal kingdom because it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. So next it was the safari, right? Um, Oh wait, no. Oh my gosh. I skipped ahead in my notes. Um, No, it was Everest after that, because after we got wet on Cali river rapids, we had to go dry off by getting blown around on, on Everest. So that was, it was, 30 minutes, um, posted wait time for that. And the queue was very long. Like it was all the way back to the Nemo show building, Mm -hmm. uh, which seems very far, especially when like you've walked past the coaster, past everything and like gotten down in the line. Um, but we got in the line at 1155. Right. And then we were, um, boarding it at twelve twelve, so it oh, was yeah. really only like less than twenty minutes for it. So, like, I want to warn everybody: if you see it all the way back there, it's really not that bad. Um, so we boarded it. We were in row twelve, which isn't quite the back, but mm-hmm. kind of close to. Oh, that was the back cart. Yeah. It was the oh, back that's cart. right, because it's twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Mm-hmm. So it was in the back cart, but mm-hmm. not the very. And, um, and we had a great ride. That ride was always fun, except for <laughs> Emma got all mad at me when we got off because I took too long with my bag. And we should get along with her bag so we could get our white pictures. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I was trying to get my bag all situated and figure because you have to take it off your back, obviously. Right. I was trying to fix it and get my phone back out and get my sunglasses 
And by the time we got to the area where it has all of our photos to scan, our picture was gone. So she was like, dang it, mom. <laughs> so, Those go uh, away, they go away too fast. I know they do. Well, in some rides, they automatically download. Right. So I always forget like which ones I have to actually scan for now. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, Emma was getting, she was getting a little bit hot. I had that in the notes that we were getting a little bit hot and she asked for a cold treat. So, um, we got, after we got off of the ride, we just got two Mickey ice cream sandwiches from the place right next to the queue for Cali river. And we found a shady spot and it was nice because as we were eating our ice cream, we saw one of the riverboat cavalcades come by Uh with Mickey and Minnie, um, as well as Rafiki and Timon came by at one point. So that was, that was fun. Like as we were sitting there and got to. Got to see some characters. Those are cute. Um, yeah. So at that point, we were cooled off a bit, and I think our plan was just to go ride the safari and then maybe head back to the hotel after that. So we headed over to the safari. It was posted that it was 35 minutes wait. We got in line at 12:44, and then we boarded at 1:04. So it was about you know. 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's 20 minutes. Math is not my <laughs> So they were boarding every single row on the safari, except for they still have the plastic kind of sheeting okay. in between yeah. each. It's not like plexiglass. It's mm-hmm. more, you know, movable and flexible. And Emma and I, we were front row, um, oh, which nice. was good for Emma in her eyes because she's waiting on her new prescription for her glasses. Oh. So she could see all the like, animals things and descriptions Mm -hmm. closer but we had a fantastic safari it was great like i'd seen things i'd never saw i I saw a hippo out of the water oh nice you know like he was he was up and and walking around Mm -hmm. we saw um Two black rhinos standing next to each other. Aww. Right, which she said that with the two black rhinos, with the black rhinos, they're never normally that close to each other. Uh-huh. Um, but she <laughs> because of violence, yeah. She said, but it was coming near mating season, mm-hmm. so they're getting to know each other. Um, That's so so cool. that was really neat, and they were standing up. Like normally, I just kind of see them laying around right. everywhere. Um. And then, oh, what else? We saw a cro- the end of a crocodile hopping out of the water. Oh, wow. Which was neat because, like, normally they're just all laying there doing nothing. Right. You know? So it was kind of neat to see them jump out of the water. Um, we saw, what was it, the three-year-old or was it two-year-old baby giraffe? Two-year-old baby giraffe, yeah. So he was really cute. Um, and then we saw a little baby mandrill, which is, like, the Rafiki monkeys. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, that's fun. Baby Mandel was hanging from its mama's tummy. Um, and then, let's see. Oh, four elephants and three white rhinos we got to see. And and the other one. Like, we saw the cheetahs and the... And then, uh, the other guy said that we saw almost every animal, or maybe even every animal that was there to see, and that we got extremely lucky because then we saw the lions. Right. Out, right. We saw the warthogs, which... Those are hard to see. Yeah, they're hairy rocks. The warthogs are hairy yeah. rocks. The lion, of course, one of these days I will see that lion like standing up or with his head up or something. One of these <laughs> days. 
<laughs> Emma's patting me like, it's okay, mother. Eventually, it'll be you'll okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was, that was fantastic. Um, and then we decided we were hungry and Emma thought she'd be adventurous and try the Satuli Canteen, which is my favorite place to eat at. It's back in Pandora. Um, but she didn't want to try the noodle bowls, which was surprising because she loves, um, uh-huh. I tried about a year or so and uh, that was that. Yeah. She, I think it was the green onion sauce that you didn't like. But so basically after we got off the safari, I got on the app and I placed our mobile order. And after the safari, we got off and we walked through all the, the, um, gorilla trails mm-hmm. there and we even saw we saw the two little brother monkeys wrestling around and fighting Aww. each other and everything like it that's was so <laughs> the cast member there said that's all they do all day, day these two if they're near if they're near each other they're fighting with each other and wrestling around so it was really kind of yeah. neat to see so we walked through that and then made our way over to Pandora again that pathway from you know, over by Lion King, the back way to get into Pandora was still closed. So mm-hmm. I was a little frustrated that we had to walk all the mm-hmm. way around. Um, but we shopped through some shops on the way and kept cool. And Emma ordered the, did I write down the technical? The cheeseburger bow, 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 bow buns. Um, which are the, like, they look like these steam buns and mm-hmm. stuff cheeseburger stuff on the inside and then vegetable chips. Like I think they were sweet potato chips. And then I got the um, chicken bowl with the lo mein noodles and I get it with the green onion sauce on it, which is why I think Emma did not like it. it yeah. So we so placed good. the mobile order at one thirty, um, and put it to be picked up between two ten and two forty Cause we knew we were going to walk through all those trails. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when, Basically, by the time we were done with the trails and walking back towards Pandora, it was about 2.10. So as we got closer to the restaurant, I just clicked, hey, we're here. Mm -hmm. And then by the time we actually got to the restaurant, we waited like a minute or two. And then it said, your order's ready. And so we went in and got an order. And then um, they had Mr. Pibb at the restaurant, which is as close as you can get to Dr. Pepper. So. I was very, very excited. Um, so that was really, really nice. But the food was good. And Emma liked the bao buns. I was actually pretty impressed that you tried them because they look so different. But she's she's my adventurous eater. Mm-hmm. She eats sushi and not, and not just rolls. Like, she eats the, the sashimi and the really mm-hmm. raw stuff. So, But she said it was... And I knew what bao buns were. Like, I knew. Right. How right. like that, so. But you weren't impressed with the vegetable chips. I don't have vegetables. No, she did not care <laughs> for those. And I didn't even try them because I had gotten too full on my noodle bowl. So, And what's really nice about the noodle bowls, too, and about that place is you can get it with chicken, steak, or shrimp. And then if you don't want to do noodles, you can get it with, like, sweet potato or a little bit healthier version of it. Um, so it's just neat. It. I'm not an adventurous eater, so it actually took me a few years to work up the courage to try that place, and uh-huh. now it's my now it's one of my favorite places to eat. So I know it sounds um, so good. And then now earlier when we were doing the safari, we had thought about just going back to the hotel, 
But I guess having dinner and a little bit of a rest kind of powered Emma up. Um, and because I love my child, I agreed <laughs> to then walk clear across the park from uh, Avatar <laughs> over to ride Everest again because she loves that ride. Um, and so the posted wait time was 35 minutes. And <laughs> I love in my notes, I could tell I really didn't want to walk because I was like, after our hike from Pandora over to Ava, we got in the queue at 253. <laughs> um, we, we got in the queue at 253. We were boarding our ride at 309. Now we had, we did have a little unfortunate incident on the ride, which is now mind you, we didn't get our ride photo from our first ride mm-hmm. on Everest because mom took too long with her bag. So we were excited to get the ride photo on this one. Well, the lady in front of us took off her mask on the ride. And if you take off the mask on the ride, you then do not get the ride photo. Um, So that was unfortunate. Um, And as as we were pulling up, like, I kind of wanted to say something to her but not be rude. And so, so I was like, Hey, excuse me. Um, just so you know, like, because you took your mask off, you're not going to be able to get your ride photo for the ride. And she's like, Oh yeah. You know, on the last time I rode, my mask almost flew off. And so I just, I just took it off. Um, and it's okay. I don't want my ride photo. And I was like, well, you might not want your ride photo, but other people sitting in the same car as you, might have wanted the ride photo. And at that point she then realized like, Oh my gosh, you're right. Like she didn't even think of that. Right. Like it, it had any, like she, I know a lot of people that don't realize that the entire car is one photo. Right. 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 So, so she didn't, she didn't realize it and she felt bad. And, you know, she was like, yeah, I'm so sorry. You know, it's just my mask almost flew off. And of course, Emma tells me later, she's like, yeah, my mask almost flew off too, but I just held it on with my hands, like, because right. <laughs> I'm going to pay attention. Um, but then when we were, we went over to at least look at the photo to see it. And I was going to try to do the cheesy, like take a picture with my camera, uh-huh. you know, version of it. And as we were looking at it, there was a cast member standing there and he was like, oh, hey, you know, you're not going to get your ride photo because that person doesn't have their mask on. And I was like, I know we, we told her about it after and she was, you know, whatever. And, and he was like, Oh, do you really want your ride photo? And I was like, well, yeah, you know, we really were hoping for it. And so he's like, come on, follow me. And so I figured like he was taking us over to an area that maybe they could like force load it onto my mm-hmm. phone somehow. Instead, he took us to the back entrance for Everest and put us on the ride for the third time. Like he just, Oh, that's cool. Put us, put us right. On. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, but it was kind of funny because we're in line for it and there was this couple sitting, standing in the line in front of mm-hmm. us to get in the seat in front of us. And I was like, um, this may sound weird, but y'all are planning to keep your mask on for, <laughs> for the ride. Right. Like, <laughs> and we told them what happened. They were like, Oh yeah, we, we are like, we know. And so it was, yeah. it was nice, but. And the people behind us were and also wanted their ride photo. Right. So, so. they all kept they all obeyed the rules and kept their masks on but that's nice because that is frustrating and I I mean I would wonder most people probably don't even think about the people around them if they take their mask off right or they're they're not thinking of the pictures or like they don't care about the pictures or they might not even realize like oh 
they don't realize that's the policy. Like if the mask right. is off, then then they won't get won't get the pictures. But um, but yeah, so it was it was nice. Um, oh, and I also have a note on there that my my t shirt was a big hit. Like several ladies complimented me on my t shirt because it was um, you know it said Hakuna Moscato. Instead oh, of Hakuna nice. Matata, uh-huh. um, it said Hakuna Moscato. So I got a few like, oh, I love your shirts. Like, that's yeah, cute. That's, that's my thing. My friend made me it. So that's super cute. Um, yeah. So then at that point, since she had made me hoof all across the park, <laughs> and we got to ride everything we wanted to ride and do Everest three times instead yeah. of just one time, <laughs> we decided to. And it was warm, um, mm-hmm. so we decided to head back to the hotel and and try to go for a swim. Um, at, we got in line for the bus at 3.45, and we had to wait just a little bit, not too long. Like, I remember sitting down um, in the line, but I kind of did that because I was like, oh, if I sit down, that, that'll make the bus come faster because uh-huh. now, I'm gonna have, now I'm gonna have to attempt to get up. Um, but yeah, I think we got on, the, we got on the first bus? Yeah. I thought we got on the, oh, Yes, I thought we were going to get on the second bus because there was an ECB in front uh-huh. of us and, and everything, um, but I was wrong, and we got on the first bus that came, so that was fantastic. We pulled into Pop at like 4.07, um, and we headed down to the pool at about 5 o'clock, but it was cold. The um, pool was a little yeah. chilly, like... Clearly, that they, I don't know if they had turned on the pool mm-hmm. heaters, or maybe they had, but it, it had been chilly the week before we were there, so I just think it it was a little chilly. I was able to stand it for a little bit longer. Emma made it up to her stomach and was like, nope, um, I'm out. Um, so she went and sat out, sat out and relaxed. Um, and then we just sit out there for a little bit and then we placed a mobile order for food. Um, I went and got that and I checked out, you know, the gift shop while I was mm-hmm. down there waiting and we were back in our, I was back in the room by about seven. Yeah. I got the chicken parm. The chicken parm there is one of my favorite things to get. Uh, and I got the cheeseburger, the bacon cheeseburger, which she loves. And I have also learned that when you have a bacon cheeseburger, you do not get it with any mayonnaise, mustard, or ketchup or anything because that's an insult to the flavor of the bacon. <laughs> and I just want to leave it alone. Yeah. So, <laughs> whatever. That's what, yes. That don't want to upset the bacon. By my, <laughs> by my and then um, after dinner, we went outside and right outside of our room was this bench that, like I said, it overlooked hourglass late and we just sat out there. It was, it was so nice. Like, I don't know. I remember as a kid, you know, in the summertime, for some reason, like my mom would always get us showered or bathed or whatever. And then it was a real special treat. If we got to go outside after we had a shower or bath and like sit and I don't know, play red light, green light or, or whatever. But so we had done that. We had gotten back to the room and we had showered and gotten all cleaned up and just sitting outside and watching the, the sunset over art of animation and just watching the people walk by. Like it was real nice. Emma came out and sat with me for a little bit, but then 
she was like, uh, mom, I'm going to go back to my phone and read in the room. <laughs> but, but it was gorgeous out. It was, it was 78 degrees. And it, I have in my notes that it was 53% humidity, but it, it didn't feel like mm-hmm. hardly anything at all. Um, so yeah, it's so pretty it was, over there too. Amazing. Like that lake and just kind of quiet, especially when you've been at the park and it's so loud and busy. Right. Like it, and it was so quiet back where we were. And occasionally like I could see people that were just coming back from a park and, you know, I could tell, Oh, they're coming from Hollywood studios. Cause they got their lightsabers yeah. or their droids or, or some people were actually leaving to go to the park, you know, to go have some drinks at Epcot or something. So it was, it was, it was really kind of neat back there and, and quiet. And I think I took way too many pictures of the sunset because as it kept on changing, I'm like, oh, that's even prettier. That's uh-huh. even prettier. Um, so after I finally gave up that, I think I went back to the room shortly after that, maybe 7.30 or so. Um, and we were in bed by about 8.15, 8.20ish, like all ready for the next day. Like we had our outfits out for the next day. And each day when I would get back from the park, I always empty my park bag and then repack it for the next day. So it's all ready for the morning. Um, our plan for the next day was to get up at six thirty so I could do the boarding group and, you know, get in line for the Skyliner and eat breakfast and everything. So, yeah, I think we were probably asleep by eight thirty, nine o'clock. Um, so uh, what was, since you've been to Disney so many times, what was, did you like the mobile ordering at the restaurants and at the resort better than just going up there and having to order at the restaurants? So I will admit my first couple of times going back after the parks reopened and getting used to the mobile ordering, it was a little bit frustrating just because, you know, it'd be like, Oh, I'm hungry. I need something to eat. And you know, especially in July, because there wasn't as much open and there were hardly right. any of the little kiosks and everything around. Um, so that was a little bit frustrating. I guess you could say there was a learning curve mm-hmm. with it. Um, but now that I've gotten used to it and and I can also better advise my clients as well when they're going, like I let them know, like, OK, if you're in line for a ride and, you know, like, hey, after this, it'll probably be time for us to grab a bite to eat while you're in that line, go and find where you want to eat and place that mobile order because you select the time that you're going to eat at. So like, like that's what we did when we were on this safari or after we got off the safari, it was like, okay, it was one thirty. Now we knew we wanted to walk through the gorilla path. So, but that we want to eat after. So we just went up, found the menu for what we wanted and we picked that 210 to 240 time frame. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to be there right at 210. It just means like in between 210 and 240 is likely when you're going to show up right. to get your meal. Um, and you can always change that too to further back. So, you know, we place that order. And then, like I said, as we walked and got closer to it, we, we, you go back on the app and say, okay, I'm here. You can start preparing my food now. Um, and you definitely don't want to do it when you're too far away because I, right. there was one time I was at pop century and I did it. And I said, I was here while I was in my room. And like, literally as I was walking out the door of my room and down the stairs, it's like, Oh, your order's ready. So by the time I 
walked over there. I had a little bit of soggy lettuce on my on my sandwich, but yeah. you know, it it definitely got easier. And like I said, if you do it beforehand, like not like when you're starving hungry. If you're right. if you're starving hungry, it might be easier just to look around for one little kiosk, get a pretzel, get something that you can just easily walk up and grab because there's still there's definitely more of those mm-hmm. open now for sure. Um, so it was much easier that way, but also to make sure you have a credit or debit card linked to your, my Disney experience account, because that will make it easier to do because you won't have to do payment each time, but you can use Disney gift cards to pay for it. If you want, it's just when you have a Disney gift card, you do have to enter in that gift card number each time. So just be ready for that. Right. Uh, which and is a kind also, of annoying. <laughs> right. And just so people understand, too, that when you place a mobile order on your app and you have it linked to a credit or debit card, it's going to charge that card automatically. If you're in the parks and you have like a magic band or your key to the world card or something like that, and you go up to a kiosk and decide just to scan your band for it instead of pulling out your card from your wallet. It will then charge it to your room, which will then be charged onto your card at the end of your stay. So that's just a little. Oh yeah, that is good to know. Those, yeah, but yeah. So now it was our big day, our you know the day everybody is nervous about. So it was Sunday morning, and it was our Hollywood Studios day, which mm-hmm. is like, oh my gosh, can I get my boarding group? <laughs> I know. I know your son, like, I love that you guys were like, we went and found the best spot with the best Wi-Fi uh-huh. like, available, like, the best connection. Like, I was like, dang, good. Those are good clients. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Aiden was like, we have to do this. right? like, we have to do it. And I was so nervous. I'm like, that doesn't mean we're going to get to. It's not like the other ones. Right. So. Oh, my gosh. I loved it. I loved hearing <laughs> him talk about it. Um, so I get up at 630. And... I just, all I ever do when I do it is I leave the room, especially at Pop Century because the the buildings are all built with cement cinder blocks and everything. So I didn't want anything interrupting my connection. Um, And our room was a corner room at the end. So all I did was I just left the room, went out onto the walkway kind of towards the end and leaned out on the railing, basically trying to get as clear access to my phone for all the you know, mm-hmm. virtual rays or Wi-Fi's and everything. Um, I do get off of Disney's Wi-Fi. I don't, I don't get on Disney's Wi-Fi when I do it. I have um, Verizon for my cell service. Some, some people like to know that. Like, do you have Verizon? Right. AT&T? We have. So we have Verizon, which I've never really had an issue with. Um, a lot of people say they have better luck with AT&T because that's dis that's who Disney uses, but I don't know. Um, so I pretty much, I just open the app up at like 6.58 and I just either keep refreshing it or sometimes I'll log out of it and log back in and refresh it. And then obviously right at like at 6.59, I start just hit join board group. Okay, can't refresh, join board group. And I just keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't even hardly pay attention. Like it's like join board group. And as soon as it actually bring like, comes up. I don't look at anything else. I don't look to check and make sure everybody's checked off. I just hit 
join and and boom go go through it um because if you if you waste those precious seconds to make sure each family member is checked then you could you could miss out on it yeah. the system is set up to whoever you're friends with on your my disney experience app it scrolls through and it will automatically select any of your friends on your list that also have a park reservation for Hollywood studios that day. And it will automatically select them. So you don't have to worry about it. If for some reason, anything ever were to happen where it's like you got on there. And for some reason, only four out of the five of you were selected. You can then always go to guest services or one of those, you know, guest experience blue umbrellas there and say, Hey, help me out and they'll fix it. Like they, they understand that sometimes that can happen. That's nice. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I lucked out. We got boarding group 66. So I was, I was excited about that. Um, and then we finished getting ready, sprayed on our sunscreen and we were heading to the Skyliner at seven ten. Now, mind you, the parks, the park wasn't scheduled to open up until nine. Mm-hmm. But we're like, we're going, getting in the line. Um, we were in the line at 7.14. And in the notes, I put, like, we were pretty much at the blue yo-yo. yo-yo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for those, like, that ever stay at either Art of Animation or Pop Century, un- know and understand that the line for the Skyliner loops around through Pop Century. So even if you're coming from Art of Animation, you have to kind of walk over and the end of the line will be in Pop Century. Um, so we were we were at the Blue Yo-Yo at about 7.14. Um, we had brought our little cinnamon crumble cake from the night before that we had gotten for dessert. We brought that and we got the mini Dr. Peppers. So, and we brought, each of us had a mini Dr. So we had a super healthy breakfast, <laughs> mini, mini Dr. Peppers and the crumb cake. It's vacation. And <laughs> it's vacation. So it, it was great. Um, the Skyliner started boarding passengers at seven thirty, So we were in line for about 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes before they started boarding passengers at seven thirty. We were in a, our Skyliner, our clear Skyliner, I noted, because I love to, I love the clear ones because you can yes. see better. Um, we were in ours at 7.36. We were at Caribbean Beach Resort by 7.40. So for those of you new, when you're taking the Skyliner from Pop Century or Art of Animation, you have to get off at Caribbean Beach Resort and then switch to the Hollywood Studios line or Epcot line, depending on where you're going. So we were off of it at 7.40, and then we were in line for the Hollywood Studios Skyliner right away, to mm-hmm. 41. Um, they weren't running the Hollywood Studios Skyliner yet, but they started running it at 7.45. We boarded the Skyliner at 7.53, so like less oh, than 10 minutes. Yeah, and then as we were flying over, you could see that the parking lot wasn't open yet and mm-hmm. we could actually see like the entrance for where all the cars come in and they were all stopped. Like they were just all stopped right there. So, uh-huh. so basically anybody that had seen that long line, like, like for you guys, like when you guys decided to lift over mm-hmm. instead, you know, you had to wait in that line still right. to get in. Cause it wasn't, it wasn't open yet. Right. Uh, so 
we could see that they, they weren't open yet. So we arrived at Hollywood studios at seven fifty eight, and we got in the line to get into Hollywood studios right at 8am basically. And the line at that point was back by where the buses start to load, like where the directory is for the buses. Um, And so we got in the line, the line wasn't moving. And so Emma was like, Oh, I'm going to go use the restroom. That's right here. And so, of course, like, probably the second she probably got into the bathroom, the line started moving. Right. (laughs) And so, and it was moving quickly, too. And so, like, I'm going down, going down. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, and I was texting her and letting her know. And I was like, I can't. Now I got to hop out. Mm Because at that point, like, it was going to get into a crowded area that she wouldn't have been able to to find me. So I hopped out of the line and started walking back down to the end. And she was cute. She started running. She comes running out of the bathroom. Like, I'm here. I'm here. (laughs) But we got in the line, we got back in the line, um, and I don't know what time that was, but basically we were through security and waiting to scan into the park at 8.07. So basically they had opened up security Mm -hmm. at 8 o'clock. So we got through and were scanned through security and then waiting to get into the park at 8.07. So it was nice, you know, chit-chatting with everybody in line and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the gates opened for the park at eight twenty. So at that point, like everybody scans through and then you basically follow the crowds over to slinky. Some people go off. It's funny. You can see everybody. Like some people are the tower of terror and uh-huh. roller coaster group. Some are the star Wars. And then there's the, you know, slinky dog. Uh-huh. Uh, so the gates opened at 8.20, and we were in the queue for Slinky Dog at 8.27. Um, and the ride was already running. Like, oh, wow. I think as we, were, as we were walking up, we saw the first empty coaster go. And then right after that was the first full coaster that went through. Um, Those people and, must have ran. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. I'm like, well, and there was a... a gap there was a bunch of people ahead of us to to scan scan in to scan into the park um but and when we were getting up near the queue it still said it said the standby was 40 minutes but they don't post wait times until the park is officially open so i think that was actually like the leftover wait time from the night before um but let's see we got in the queue at 8 27 um, standby said 40 minutes and we were boarded by eight forty two, So it was like, all. it was not bad. It was 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of it? It was Emma's first time to um, ride Slinky. I thought it was pretty fun. Yeah. It's definitely a more gentle yeah. coaster. It's not like walking on a coaster or anything like that, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was cute. What was your favorite part? I love the little blips, the, you know. I really like the grand finale. The singing? No. Oh, no, nothing. Nothing. You mean the power-up. Oh, right. The power-up. When it, when it stops you and, like, kind of takes you back. Yeah. And then the power-up. I'm like, because the grand finale is the... Yeah, I know. You got a friend in you. <laughs> I know. That's so cute. Uh, we loved that right when we wrote it. Yeah. I do love that. I'm hoping we can get your sister, Megan, to write it. I think she'll like it. Yeah. She's nervous about it. She... And of course, it doesn't help when we're like, your four year old neighbor loves to ride that ride. She's like, I put the pressure on. (laughs) Right? It's a very smooth Uh, roller coaster, though. So 
And it's not too scary. Right. No. And I love the queue too. Like I think the queue yeah, is so cute. cute. It is very cute. Um, and then after that, Toy Story Mania had a posted wait of like five minutes. And we both love that ride. Like we, we love, love, love that ride. Um, and pretty much it, it was a walk on. Like mm-hmm. you literally just walk on. Um, in my notes, I said we got put in that the fast pass lane which made it even faster. Like at one point, like when they split you, they just uh-huh. split us off into the fast pass area, but we were, we were on it. Um, I'm trying to see, Oh, I didn't keep our scores. Emma had great accuracy. <laughs> she was, she was really good. I just go for the whole shoot every shoot at everything. Yeah. And, and, and hope you get and lucky. Hope I, hope I get something. And, yeah. But yeah, Emma's accuracy was like the highest I'd ever seen. That's awesome. Accuracy before. So um then what did we decide oh rock and roller coaster yeah yes we headed we headed over to rock and roller coaster um post to wait time was about 30 minutes we got in line at 9 15 and again this was one where the line looked really long because mm-hmm. they they still were using you know the outside queue um and we were we we got in line at 9 15 and we boarded at 9.40. So it was it was right on. I mean, it, it was five minutes less than posted mm-hmm. wait time, but it it wasn't it wasn't that bad. And we waited for the front. So oh, we probably nice. could have ridden a couple minutes earlier, but you gotta wait for the front yeah. on on rock and roller coaster. That's the best. <laughs> and Emma Emma swears she loves that uh, ride. I do, I enjoy rock and roller coaster. I'm terrified of all the photos there. Yes, like she <laughs> She looks like bug-eyed, white-faced, <laughs> like sheer terror in the ride photo every time. But she loves that ride, so it's just because it, it takes it, you by surprise. It's just like I don't right? know. I love it too, but yeah. I always look like I'm dying. <laughs> oh, I'm always laughing because I I just start giggling. Like uh-huh. I'm like three, two, one. I'm like hee hee. <laughs> Mark and I, Mark and I have tried to do like cool photos for the photo pass, you know, or do funky. I can't because I just start giggling. I yeah. just, I just love it. Um, so yeah, that was that was a real good ride. And then, and then we decided it was time for Starbucks. Yeah. We needed a little. I I need a little more caffeine than that little tiny can of Dr Pepper. Um, so we got our Starbucks, and then. There was no seat, like they have little outdoor seating kind of behind mm-hmm. the Starbucks and across from Starbucks, but those were all filled up while we were there. So we went to our little secret spot, which is behind the shops across the street, like basically looking at that little pond with Gertie, the big dinosaur uh-huh. and everything. Um, and we found a nice shaded bench over there. Um, we were right in front of the frozen Coke stand right over there. Um and we enjoyed our, I had a chai tea, which that's my, that's my go-to there. It was an iced chai tea, but ask for light ice. So then it's just not all watered down right. in the Florida heat. Um, and Emma had the, the, uh, the normal chocolate chip, egg cream, cappuccino, and then I had an almond croissant, which had an almond paste in it that was surprising, but really good. So yeah, it good. looked, it looked really good. She did not really allow me a bite no. of that. <laughs> So I couldn't tell you how it was. <laughs> um, and I had my standard slow roasted ham and Swiss sandwich from, from Starbucks. Um, Cause at Hollywood studios, 
there really isn't a ton of breakfast options there. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is, of course, some of the character breakfast options, but Starbucks is kind of your your best bet, unless you want to go over into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and have a Fontu egg wrap breakfast Mm -hmm. sandwich. I kind of figured she wouldn't be up for that. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a regular breakfast sandwich. It's an out-of-this-world Galaxy's Edge breakfast sandwich, but that wasn't going to fly. So after breakfast we decided to go to my favorite show, which is the frozen sing along. I love that show. I just, I just love, like I love seeing the dad singing along with the kids or all the little two year olds in there singing. And, and I mean the Royal historians, they're just hilarious. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the, the adult kind of humor that go, that will go into it. Um, and like, I like to tell all my clients it's cushioned seats and air conditioned 20 <laughs> minutes. Like, go and enjoy. Take advantage. But it was cute too. Cause on our way over there, Goofy came out on top of the Hyperion theater and was like waving to everybody and That's talking to everybody. Cute. Like I hadn't seen that character in uh-huh. action, but so That's I was super cute. I might've been all excited. I, I got a little video of it. I was like, Oh, Goofy, you know? And I thought I was lame, but yeah. <laughs> but I was excited. I'd never seen Goofy up there before, so it was it was exciting. Um, what did you think of the show, though? I thought it was really fun. Yeah, it's a really funny show. Yeah, and it's like normal watching it and stuff like that. And it's slightly different each time because the comedian just kind of mainly follow a script, right? Like they they clearly they have a script that they go by. But they also kind of interact with the, the audience and everything. Um, so it's it's really kind of fun. And I did take note that at the time, they were seating everybody every other row okay. for physical distancing. And they were having one empty seat between each party. Okay. So, which, which was less than what they had had before. Before, they would have like four or five seats between. Right. But now it was only one seat between. And that was the same for all the shows that we went to, even like it's tough to be a bug and everything. It had the one, the one seat in between. So um, that was nice to kind of have that. And that's just nice regular, like, especially when you're hot and in the summer to not be so close to a sticky, sweaty human body that you don't know. So I, um, I enjoyed that. And the same on the buses too. Like they were still, you know, there's nobody stand, there was nobody Mm -hmm. standing on the buses and, Everybody had their own section and everything, so you weren't tight in next to somebody. And I was kind of hoping some things don't go back to normal. Like the forced distancing, at least a little bit, is nice. (laughs) Right, right, exactly. Like, we we definitely enjoyed that. Um, And then, yeah, after Frozen, we had our boarding group... 66 and it was called at 1204 so for those of you to kind of judge and earlier when I mentioned how rides start going before the park opens typically um rise of the resistance does not that's the only one that doesn't start running before the park opens because then that wouldn't be fair to the people that got like boarding group one let's say and they're like oh the park doesn't open until eight but they started boarding it boarding group one at seven thirty, like it just right wouldn't make sense for them. 
So yeah, so we had boarding group 66 and it was closed at, or closed, called at 12.04. Um, and we were in the queue for it at 12.19. Okay. So, and then, so for those of you that have ridden this attraction before, you know, there's all different areas and everything, but we were in the hologram area at 12.36. I did notice that it didn't have the dots to stand on anymore okay. in that area and that they were putting more parties in there and just kind of telling us to try to keep with the three feet physical distancing between our parties. Uh Uh, And then we were in the interrogation room. I don't want to give away stuff. Right. By 1250. And we were off the ride by 1257. So it wasn't that long. That's pretty smooth. Yeah. Yeah. And now I was very happy that it was up and running because I think it was either the day before or two days before it had been down all day. Oh my like gosh. right before it down, it had been down all day. Um, there was one part of the ride. There was one Kylo part that wasn't running during the attraction mm-hmm. for somebody who's never been on the ride. They might not even notice it, uh-huh. but since I've been on it before. I did notice that that part wasn't running okay but it definitely didn't ruin the experience like i don't even think you even no, yeah she had she had no <laughs> yeah she was like well i don't know it was a great ride <laughs> like, um but i will warn people though like the cast members are in their role like they they say they are very you know serious about their roles on that attraction and you know if you're disobeying or anything, you know, one of them came and was like staring me in the face and I can't help but laugh. Like, cause it's like, <laughs> you know, like it's so uh-huh. awkward. Emma didn't care for that being, it was her first time riding it. And so she was, she wasn't knowing what to expect and everything. So right. she was getting a little bit anxious and everything. Um, so thankfully they didn't mess with her. Like, I think they realized like she didn't want to be messed with, which was nice. Yeah. Uh, but they, they will toy with you, which is fun. It, fun for people that something like that is fun for. Not so much for other people, but they, it's always fun to see them toy with people too. Especially if it's not right. you. <laughs> you can just be look right, at them and be like, what? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um so what did you think of it without giving away spoilers or anything? I thought it was, I thought it was really fun. It was really neat storytelling. Right. I'm very neat that told them very a very creative story. I right. feel like they did it really well. Yeah. And you're, you'll go on it again? Yeah. You like it? Yeah. Yeah. She'll probably even enjoy it more the second time because now she knows what to expect. So she yeah. won't be as, you know, nervous yeah. about it so much. For sure. Uh, yeah. And then after that, Emma was in need of a snack and a little bit of a sit down in the shade. And it was kind of hard because where she's open to eating stuff, it was hard in Galaxy's Edge, because as you know, it's like on with its steaming, yes. especially with its food, so the snacks are kind of weird, like we were mm-hmm. not going to be doing the blue milk or green milk or anything like that, mm-hmm. uh, and she was really kind of in the mood for a pretzel, she wanted a Mickey pretzel, and so we went over to this stand that is, um, basically it's out at the end of Toy Story Land, and the last time I was at the park, they had Mickey pretzels there. But this time, it was nachos and cheese. 
And so she had gone in to use the restroom while I was ordering. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's going to be so upset. But thankfully, she was like, no, I don't care. Like, just give me something. Give yeah. me food. She got nachos and cheese and I got a hot dog. And then this was when I learned that those relaxation stations are no longer around. Because previously at the um, old Star Wars meet and greet area, mm-hmm. there was a relaxation station in there. And it was great because it was inside and air conditioned. Mm-hmm. And I even asked the guy at the cart I was getting the snack from. I was like, hey, is the Star Wars launch bay area still a relaxation station and he said yes so we hooked it over there mm-hmm. expecting to go over there and be in the air conditioning everything and when we got over there the cast member there was like oh no there's no more relaxation station so just please if you're in the parks have grace for the cast members yeah. i i was not feeling very gracious towards that one cast member at the time because i was hot sweaty and hungry um i didn't take it out on him or anything but i was right. cranky in the moment but <laughs> to understand like okay sometimes all the memos don't get out to everybody yeah um, but we found a nice shady spot mm-hmm. and sat down and ate and things were better after that because it was kind of a warmer day and back in galaxy's edge i feel like it's even a little bit warmer because yes. it's a new area that's not a lot of trees and shade and mm-hmm. so um yeah it was a little bit it was a little bit hot um but yeah, we, we enjoyed the shade over there, enjoyed our snack. Um, and then we decided it was like we were looking at the map and the wait time. And a lot of the wait times were going up mm-hmm. at this point. Um, and I think Toy Story Mania was at about 30 minutes wait. And that was like the lowest wait time there was. Well, I think Tower of Terror had a lower wait time. It, it, right it did. But Emma was like, I'm... I'm not doing that ride this trip, <laughs> which, which was fine. Um, so we headed over there, said it was 30 minutes. We got in the queue at 150, and it was like 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Wait, like it was pretty much the, the right amount. Um, oh, and I did take I did take note because Emma got 49% accuracy. Nice. That kind of round. I was like, hot dang. I mean, I still beat her point wise. Sorry, I'm looking all of a sudden I'm like at my notes. I'm like, we checked and saw that Rise of the Resistance was at a 40 minute wait, which I'm like, that wasn't that ride. Must have been um Smuggler's Run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like because Rise Rise doesn't have right. times. But it was at 40 minutes, which was the lowest that we had seen. Mm-hmm. And even though as Emma, I'm like, it will probably get shorter throughout the day, but there wasn't really much anything else for us to ride. Right at that time we decided to just go in and get in the line and we got in the line at two thirty-three, and we were pretty much boarding at three o'clock. Like, so it was, it was like a 30 minute wait. Uh-huh. Um, so the way they had it was at least for us, the way they boarded it. Cause there was, there was two parties of two, Emma and okay. I and two other girls. Mm-hmm. And so the two other girls got pilots. They left the, um, the gunner positions empty and then we were the engineers okay so i'm assuming though if you're a party of five or six they'll seat you in all the all the seats right um or whatnot or maybe if you were a party of four they would seat you in pilot mm-hmm. and gunner and then nobody else would be in it but how they had it at that time was the two girls were the pilots and we were the 
the uh, engineers, which was really fun. I hadn't been an engineer in a while. I had been pilot. Um, Emma had fun though. She loved hitting all the all the buttons. I was like, Emma, you don't have to just stare at the colored lights though. You can look out the front and see where <laughs> we're going. So she she eventually started doing that, but but that was fun. That's um, fun. What did you like better, Rise of the Resistance or Smuggler's Run? Um, I mean, I'm not really checking their to how different, I mean, different kinds of rides they were. Right. Like, you can't really compare them to. compare because they're not the same kind of ride. Right. Right. One's a storytelling ride, one is an interactive ride. Right. So. Both, both excellent attractions. They are fun. Um, we didn't explore around Galaxy's Edge too much because it was hot and there was a lot of people in there. And it was too hot to wait to go through those shops and everything. At least too hot for us. Like, it wasn't something that was on our must-do. And at this point, I can't remember. Emma didn't know about our trip later this summer. At this point, none of the kids did. Uh But at some point during the trip, I did tell her, like, hey, just so you know, we are actually coming back in July. Um, So if there's something, you know, we need to miss we're going to be coming back in July. So, so you know, at that point it was like, okay, like it, it took that need to make sure we did everything off of there. Um, and then after that, Oh, it was Muppet time. Cause again, like all the, all the wait times were kind of high. And at this point we had pretty much done everything we had come for. Like this day we just wanted to do rock and roller coaster, rise of the resistance (laughs) and the frozen single. I things um so we decided to cool down and go watch the Muppets which we just love it like and it was posted wait time was 15 minutes but that was just the time it took for the show to right. go through um we got in went right into the pre-show and then just enjoyed enjoyed the Muppets it's it's cute it's you know I know I wanted to step I wanted to do the Muppets. I've done it before, but my daughter's terrified of Muppets. So even when we walked oh, by, she yeah. was like, I am not doing that. Yeah. So yeah. She do. would not like that then because then they'd be like all 3D and in her face. Like she would be scarred for life. Uh, I don't know why she thinks they're scary, but she just puppets in general. She's just no. Right. It's yeah. funny. I don't blame her. Some of them can be scary. Um, so after that, I think Star Tours wasn't too bad of a wait. Um, so it said it was 25 minutes. We got in line at 3.52, and we were boarding at 4.09. So it was it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. They were seating every other row, again, with one seat in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, our ride got delayed, though, <laughs> because the gentleman in the very back row wouldn't put his mask on in the ride like like he had his he had his mask on you know and got in the ride and then when the cast member shut the door i'm assuming he probably took his mask down Mm -hmm. because he's figuring like oh we're in the ride i can take the mask down but what he's not realizing is there's cameras right in there and so like she came on the thing and she's like we can't start the ride until everybody's got their masks on like all Mm -hmm. you know she came on a couple of times and said like that calling him out like man in the back yeah to the back. to the gentleman in the back oh row and even then he still didn't put it on that's crazy i don't know if there was a 
I didn't know if there was a language barrier thing. I don't think there was. And then finally, like, she literally opened, reopened the doors and came in and was like, you have to put your mask on or we can't, like. Or, like, leave. he did, like, right, like, I was waiting for, you know, park security to come and have to, like, escort him off. So it was, it was very interesting. Um, That's crazy. But, yeah, so, so finally it did get and running and you know everybody was able to ride and so we were off the ride at like 4 20 so normally it's not a 10 minute long yeah. <laughs> ride on there but um but it was it was good i think it was actually it was actually a scenario i hadn't done yeah. uh, oh that's cool it, it's yeah it's neat when you ride that because they have all these different scenarios that they that they put in so it was one that i hadn't done before so i really i really enjoyed it um then we decided to try for Mickey's Runaway Railway because um, Emma hadn't done it before. I had done it once before. Um, and I went and got in the line and Emma sat in the shade be- because the extent, most of that extended queue is like out in front of the Chinese theater. Mm-hmm. So it can be really hot. And mm-hmm. it was like five o'clock-ish, so it was hot. But the line moved actually pretty quickly we got in the queue at four thirty six, and we were on it at five o'clock. So oh, yeah, that's not bad. It, yeah, it was just under the thirty minutes, but it was cute. What did you think? I thought it was really fun. Yeah, it's kind of almost similar to like the three caballeros. Oh, the three caballeros. Yeah, and, and, like in the feeling of it, you're on an adventure with the characters. Right. Um, but it was like it's one of those like trackless rides. Yeah. So, but it was really fun. So it was, it was really neat and cute. I definitely enjoyed it a little bit more this time riding it because I only waited like 30 minutes for it than my first time riding it when I waited like an hour and 10 minutes because oh it gosh. was literally like it was the first day Hollywood Studios had reopened okay. since the pandemic. And so it, I was I was like, I can't believe I waited an hour and 10 minutes. For, you know, yes. Uh, so, but it it was really cute. I tell people like if it's under a 30 minute wait, get in line. For yeah. It. More than that, like, unless it's something you've been dying to do, right. sure, fine. But it was, it was cute. Um, so at this point now, we were getting hungry, and we did run into a little bit of a hiccup at Hollywood Studios for eating-wise. Um, and then I got a little frustrated because I saw there was walk-up availability for 50s primetime. And so I was like, oh, we love 50s primetime. Like, let's join that waiting area and when I went to make the reservation for two it wouldn't accept it Mm. um because it had to be a party of four or five or more and I I got a little frustrated you know at this point you know it's a little hot I'm a little hangry you know so I went up and and I just wanted an explanation as to why and the cast member told me he's like well we actually only have like three two top tables in here and when that reservation that came available, it's for a table that seats six and they're not going to sit a party of two right. at a table of six when they could get a table, when they could get a party of five or six. Right. And so I was like, okay, I understand. It's still a little frustrating when I'm trying to feed my kid, yeah. but whatever. So, but we did find um, a walk-up reservation available for Mama Melrose it still had about a 45 minute wait. Like, cause 
And you can see, like, you'll open up the app and just click on it for dining, and it'll show you all the quick service places. It'll show you all the areas. And then if you see, like, a wait time on it, that means that's a restaurant that has walk-up availability. Mm-hmm. So you can click on it and join that walk-up. It's basically like a virtual queue, so you're not having to sit around the restaurant waiting for your name to be called. Okay, yeah. Uh, you just join it and then go over there at that time. Um, so we did that for Mama Melrose. Um, and I think what we ended up, well, we went and rode Star Tours yeah, we again. Went yeah, we went and rode Star Tours again um, and didn't get stalled out this time. Everybody wore their masks <laughs> for this ride. And I think our second ride was better than the first, wasn't it? Like, didn't we have a... We had one of the... We had the first ride, we had like a Kylo Ren situation, and right. the second ride, we had Darth Vader. Right. And we got Wookiee, the Wookiee planet, yes. as like our adventure place. Yes. Which isn't uh, just one of the more uncommon ones. Yeah. Right, right. So that was, that was kind of fun. That was that really is fun. fun. Um, and her little girl who, who was named the Resistance Trader was like acting out her part. Yeah. During the, um, during the show, during the ride. So they would say, give us the trainer, and she was like, no. Yeah, <laughs> she was really cute. She was she was in the front row with us, yeah. I think, so we could actually see her. Like, uh-huh. She felt like she was really part of it. She's yeah. like, they're not going to get me. Like, she was like, no way. So it was it was really cute. It was cute to see. That's cute. Um, and then we got off that, and we took a break in the shade for a little bit and had some water, and then we just headed towards um, Mama Melrose you know, headed back there and we were called like they, they said it was available about two minutes before our actual wait time was, which was, which was nice. So we went in there. Um, and it was funny. Like I asked if they had like Dr. Pepper or Mr. Fib or anything like that. And she's like, no, but I can get you like a Coke with grenadine in it. (laughs) And so I was like, all right, let me try try that. That's not a good fix. Like, just so y'all know, like, Coke with Grenadine is nothing like Dr. Pepper. Good to know. So that was a little, that was a little disappointing. Um, she had the Campanella with shrimp. Um, and she had them remove the sun-dried tomatoes because she wasn't about the sun-dried tomatoes. Uh, I had the chicken parmesan because chicken parm is my absolute favorite meal. So... I had that, um, and it was really good. I, I enjoyed my chicken. It was huge. Like, I was really kind of bummed that, you know, I wasn't going to bring it back because right. I knew I wasn't going to eat it in the room or anything. But it was, like, two big pieces of chicken and pasta, and the, the sauce was really delicious. What did you think of yours? I really liked mine as well. It was yeah. really good. It was really filling, though, because I remember you. Yeah, I, I ate all the shrimp out of it. I wish you made all the shrimp out of it, but I didn't get a lot of pasta now because how filling it was. Yeah. 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 But she's all, she's like, I'm a good girl, mom. I ate all the expensive parts. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yellow <laughs> shrimp. And then um I noted this because I thought it was ridiculous. We we both ordered sodas and when I got the bill, like our sodas were four dollars and twenty nine cents. And I was just like That's crazy. That's ridiculous. Like I, I get Disney pricing and, and things mm-hmm. like that, but I was like four dollars and twenty nine cents for a glass. Like, 
So I was like, I'll tell anybody, just get one glass of soda and get refills on it or something. Yeah. Because that was just, you know, I just, I just thought that was a little, a little spendy for so high. less of soda. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it was delicious. Um, and then after that we were full and tired and like, there were some things that were lower wait times and everything, but we had done everything that yeah. we wanted to do. So we decided it was time to head out, but we did go and pick up this t-shirt that I saw that I, that I loved. And I have learned when you're at Disney and if you see something that you love, like don't wait, like get it then and don't try to see if it's at another park mm-hmm. or anything. Um, and I'm glad that I did because I didn't see it again in another park at all during the trip, even at magic kingdom, which I thought was weird because the shirt is like what you would think it would be a magic kingdom shirt. Uh-huh. Cause like it's the castle and it'll say, I'll never be too old for this or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, so we went and grabbed that. And then I took some notes on this because it was about seven twenty eight when we had, it was about seven o'clock when we headed out there. So the park's closing shortly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, we got in line for the Skyliner and this because the Skyliner line was back to those buses again. Okay. So like it looked like it was really long. Uh-huh. Um, we got in line for it at seven twenty eight, and then we were loaded onto our Skyliner at seven thirty eight. So really, it was oh, wow. only ten minutes That's that fast. we were that we were waiting for it. It's just sometimes those lines they look so long, yeah. but you don't realize how fast the Skyliner. Yeah, actually goes and how quickly they can get loaded. Now, at the time when we were there, they were only boarding one party per Skyliner. Okay. I recently heard sh- shortly after getting home that they're loading multiple parties, but you can ask to be seated okay. by yourself. Like you don't have to, you just might have to wait for the, mm-hmm. for the next one. Um, but yeah, so we were at Caribbean beach resort at like seven thirty eight. Um, and one thing we noted, the Skyliner lady was not talking during our yeah. ride that time, huh. which we were like, was actually kind of nice because yeah. I swear every time, like I'm trying to do a video or something, she's like, you are now gliding over the waters of hourglass that, you know, right. so, so that was nice. But yeah, we were back at pop century by seven forty-five. So 15, it took, so basically it took 15 minutes to get, from when we got in line for the Skyliner at Hollywood Studios to get back to our resort, yeah, which that's was not fantastic. Bad at all. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and then you know we did we did the same thing we do every night. We got back to the room, unpacked, repacked our bags, um, got all the things needed, charging, charging, and got our outfits out. Um, Emma was asleep by nine. Um, she was like zonked out. Mm-hmm. And then I had a little bit of work to do. I actually, I, I, I swear I get the most quote requests when I'm on vacation. Right. So I kind of got a little jump start on that. So I was, I was working and doing some, some quote requests. And then I hit the hay at about 10 o'clock. I think it was. So it was, it was good. Our, our, our next day's plan was Epcot. So we knew we'd get to sleep in a little bit. Um, Cause Epcot didn't open till 11, but at this point in the trip, we were ready for sleep. Yeah. Like we 
ready for a little bit of a, of a sleep in day. We were tired. Our feet, our feet were hurting. Um, but it had been good so far. Not, and my feet weren't as bad as they have been previous trips. I don't think. And like, well, yeah, there's that too. I do go (laughs) often. So (laughs) I'm used to it. And we did keep track. Like I think on our Hollywood studios day, we did like 20,000 steps or 22,000. Oh my goodness. Yeah. We did eight miles on our Hollywood studios day. So amazing. Yeah. So crazy. Why we're able to get all those snacks. So yeah. (laughs) So that's part one of Becky and Emma's trip. Join us next Tuesday for the second half of their trip. And a little bonus for you, I did a Q&A with Becky and she gives some great advice on when to visit the parks and where to stay. You won't want to miss it. If you would like more information on how Trolley Lane Travel can help you plan your next Disney vacation, please visit trolleylanetravel.com. If you plan a trip with Trolley Lane Travel and would like to be featured on the show, let your agent know. This is how we get our guests. And of course, this show would not be successful without your vacation stories. And finally, please help support the podcast by rating and reviewing it on Apple Podcasts. This is the best way for people to become familiar with the show. Visit us on Instagram at Disney Travel Tales to see pictures of our guests on their vacations. Thank you so much for listening. This is Jenny, and may all your Disney travel dreams become a reality.